tend to do and we were discussing some uh, I don't know I guess some pertinent shit for uh, social issues daily life here in the great US of A and uh, you're about to hear a car pass our <laughs> lovely studio there it goes loud and obnoxious and aggravating the fuck out of us as always yeah so, uh, even though that's not remotely anything close to, like, what people are used to, yeah, living in cities. Yeah, no. No. You guys all probably have, like, nice fancy rooms and stuff. We yeah, still yeah. have a porch. <laughs> um, we're gonna change things up this, this go-around. I know it's been a while. Um, we're now officially out there, though. Google, uh, iTunes... You know, all that good stuff. Anywhere that you can catch a podcast, you can catch there has to be a poop cast. Even on Spotify, right? Yeah, we are also on Spotify. I listen to Spotify a lot. I enjoy it very much. Um, so, yeah, we're we're everywhere. 
Um, but with that being said, um, we would like to just let you guys basically listen to me and Walt and our shit. Mm. We'll rehash a few of the things that we discussed. Maybe do a few improv. Yeah. Like based on what we're talking about. Happens occasionally. Happens a good bit, actually. There's, there's no occasionally about it. It's just about every time. Yeah. Every subject we change to, there's like a new kind of little scene we play out. So, uh, what we're going to do now, we're going to give you guys the gift of another song. Something different. I hope, like, the chirping in the background is picking up on this. I hope it is, too, because that's probably all the other people here is just the crickets. Yeah, it's a nice mood setter, I think. Um, and we'll be back in the next few minutes, and we will discuss some uh, craziness with you guys. Pick a nice, chill song to go with the crickets. We chill. are. We're going to have something chill. We'll, we'll ease you guys in after uh, Armageddon. <laughs> Switch lane 
Okay, so <laughs> that took way longer than you guys will ever know. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's all pleasant listening to the people talk, but you don't know what's going on in the background, do you? Yeah, you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. No idea. No idea. None at all. So, let's Patrick uh, punched me in the face. I did not. Yeah, you did. Um, let's rehash a couple of things here that Walt and I discussed earlier. Hmm. Um, first thing. Again? Should I lean closer? Can people hear me? I'm sure they can. Okay. Where's the recording device at? Right here betwixt us. That lights? Yes. Alright, I see it now. So, uh... First thing that we were discussing was uh, NASA. Mm. And their plan to build, essentially, what, what equates to a big, giant space submarine. Mm -hmm. And I'm just hearing about this tonight. And uh, they're wanting to send it to... Uh, Neptune's moon Titan because as you know we've discovered uh, Titan has seas and oceans uh, it does have an atmosphere it is nowhere near like Earth's atmosphere obviously um, you're saying it was methane right yeah it's there's it's, it's, it's a lot of methane and shit in their atmosphere uh, but it, their plan is to send this thing to one of the northernmost seas of Titan. Which would be amazing. It'd be crazy. And you said it'd be a seven-year trip, right? Yeah, now just one way, that's a seven-year trip. That's mm -hmm. a, that is seven years worth of a ride. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, plus another year or something like that for the information to get back to mm. us here on the ground. Well, imagine those pictures, though. Now, by the law of big numbers, I have always believed just based on that, that there is no way in hell that we're the only intelligent life in, in the universe, or that we're the only life, mm. period, in this vast expanse on all of these fucking rocks. Billions of galaxies. We could possibly be all there is that, that's intelligent, right? Um, and maybe not even our idea of intelligent, but... Maybe more, maybe less. Think about the possibility of, in our own solar system, fuck all, fuck the rest of the galaxy, fuck, fuck all the other galaxies, mm -hmm. fuck, fuck the rest of the advanced, advance, or expanse, I should say, that is space. And think about, in our own solar system, we are potentially, you know, 15, 20 years away from discovering life. Mm -hmm. that's, that's not on this planet. On another planet. You know, and I'm talking evolved, functioning life. Or a moon, technically, right? Yeah. Uh, another celestial body. Right. That's insane to me. That's, that's a crazy thought. That's mm -hmm. a really cool thought. It would open up the floodgates, really. It would, like, because there would be no denying that there's life on other planets and stuff after that. There'd, there'd be no way, you know... I mean, yeah, we found potential signs and stuff on, like, Mars and shit, but I'm talking, like, because everybody seems to have this weird idea that the only way that life can evolve is if it, ex it exists in an atmosphere like Earth's. Mm. But, like we discussed earlier, 
uh, with Neptune's methane-rich environment, think about the life forms and stuff that, that currently live, thrive, and exist in the methane-rich environments in the ocean near, uh, on this planet now, mm-hmm. near, near the volcanic tubes and stuff that, that are just blowing out essentially pure methane mm-hmm. into the water. Uh, you know, and we've already established that. Uh, what were the, those little things called, like tiny bears? The, yeah, the the little bear, <laughs> bear thing. Yeah, science people know what we're talking about. Like they can survive in any environment, and they're all over the place in space and stuff. So, life could very well have formed on on this moon. And there could be some kind of life in these seas. There could be something crazy. We have found so many planets similar to Earth mm-hmm. that that just that they they show all of the same signs that Earth Earth does: white clouds, green, uh, you know, Trevery. green plant life, oceans. These plants could be more advanced, less advanced, or on the same level as we are. Shrubbery. Shrubbery. <laughs> Bring us a herring. <laughs> we are no longer the knights who say me. <laughs> Classic. Uh, how about me? Uh, um, you know, and then we, we said... That, hell, one of these planets could be like the fucking terrible Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm. And, you know, these dinosaur-like creatures, there was no cataclysmic extinction event, and they evolved into King Koopa and the Koopa Troopers. Sure. And now there's two wily plumbers running around on that planet trying to save Princess Daisy and her piece of the moon rock. Mm-hmm. You know? We have to go there and kill all the dino, dino people. Maybe sleep with a couple of them. Yeah. Never know. We're like a virus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Spread and infect. Or <laughs> impregnate. Whichever comes first. Um, but, you know, these, these things are a possibility. Life does not have to exist in just the forms that we know it. What would a half dinosaur, half monkey look like? Mmm. Mm. <laughs> I would assume somebody who mixed up the Godzilla and King Kong suit. You know? Yeah. Bigfoot? Bigfoot in a sleeve sack? <laughs> Bigfoot in a sweet sack? Bigfoot sweet sack? A sleeve sack. From fucking Land of the Lost, man. Yeah? Bigfoot has a sweet sack. <laughs> You're just not going to let that go. No. <laughs> um... And, sweet sack, Bigfoot. <laughs> sweet sack. Thank you. You know, a, a controversial subject. Blah. And then you got people like Tom DeLong of uh, Blink-182 fame, who everyone looks at as a fucking lunatic now, mm-hmm. because he's taken this whole aliens exist thing to a whole new level. Yeah. Like, he, he took it to a really weird place, and, you know, Tom, I, if you if you ever get a chance, you hear this, you know, 
I, 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 you know, I'm with you to a point. Pick your battles, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Go on Ancient Aliens. You yeah. Know? You'll be accepted there. Yeah. But, uh, you gotta calm it down. Yeah. You gotta just tone that shit way down. Yeah. I mean, I think it has to, it has to have something to do with, like, this kind of culture that we're living in like this fame culture like everybody wants to be famous and he he got famous for blink 182 right yeah and he did some really impressive stuff bro boxcar racer boxcar racer still one of my favorite bands of all time absolutely just from that one album like that yeah, first self album, album, album that they had that one album but then you go on to do you start getting a little weirder yeah and you do angels and airwaves uh yeah yeah and that one was kind and, of and uh everybody started to see Maybe Tom's a little kooky. Yeah. And, uh, boy, then you just took the alien shit and ran with it. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, you're like that Nico guy on, on Ancient Aliens, just without the hair. Um, My favorite movie is Independence Day. <laughs> uh, you've even got a song that you did with Blake 182 called Aliens Exist. Hmm. Um... Maybe we'll play it for you after the, uh, after the segment. I've honestly know? never heard it, I don't think. Um, but, bro, like... Like I said earlier, law of big numbers. Mm. No way in hell that this is the only planet with advanced life forms on it. it no it's way. just it's not possible. No way. I mean... There's shit out there in, in the advancedness of space, that, in the expanse of space that we haven't discovered. There's shit on this planet. Mm-hmm. That we are still discovering. It just goes on and on and on and on and on. You know, so... Think about it, Tom. Just chill out. Breathe, bro. <laughs> Breathe. It's okay. You know? Help the Hell, Haitians. he was on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about aliens. Yeah. And Joe Rogan had a fucking field day with him. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um... Plug for why, you, Joe. Why wouldn't he? Just so you know, we plugged you. Um, hey, huge fan. Uh, <laughs> if you get a chance, it has to be a poop cast. <laughs> Shameless. <laughs> um, but, like, we have had this debate, had this debate, we've had this talk. And I know that there are other people out there who, you know, I have no proof. No unequivocal fucking hands-down proof that life exists outside of this planet. Mm -hmm. But anybody with a half a brain that can think logically should be able to look at, at, at everything and go, eh, pretty good chance. And I'll touch on the religious aspect real quick. Uh, people who use religion to not believe in life and other galaxies, it's kind of counterproductive, don't you think? It's like, it's not a great argument, first of all. It's like, God made everything and made life on this earth and this earth alone. It's like, uh, no. There's no proof of that, first of all. Second, if God was to create this huge place, why wouldn't he fill it with life? Yeah. Why not, why not add more? Yeah. Why not? You know, maybe he was like, cool, I like humans, but I got an idea here, too. Let's see what's going on with it. Yeah. You know, let's let's give it a shot. It doesn't make sense that God would only make life on this planet alone. 
Or any gods. Yeah, uh, if you think about it, you know. Like, I, I just... The, the religious thing, we're about to get interrupted by another passing vehicle. <laughs> Was it like 3 in the morning? 4 in the morning? No, dude, it is 6.04. No way. Yeah. People are going to work. Yep. <laughs> I'll be at work in 12 hours. Yay. Uh, but it's just, it's not possible. Not possible. So, maybe guys, tell us what you think. Let us know. Mm. You know? Um, and, yeah, like, your opinion matters, I guess. <laughs> yeah, to an extent. But yeah. Um, I mean, but I like to hear, I, I just like to hear other people's points of view. If you got one that's different, or one that you think is original, fresh, something neat, uh, let us know. Hell, we might, we might just have you on the show. Yeah, that's coming from a guy who doesn't believe his own opinion matters that much. So. Yeah, I, I don't think my opinion matters. I'm not special. I'm not a pretty little flower. And I accept that. We're all it's just okay. dirt people. Yep. Like we're all, human clay. We're all dirt people. We're all Creed. We're all, um, we're all that one album of Creed. Yep. Human clay. Yep. Somewhere on some distant planet, there's a guy craw crawling <laughs> first time out of primordial ooze. Recreating the cover of uh, Creed's Human Clay, and he's probably screaming. I got a snake arm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let us know. And uh, we'll be back shortly to discuss a few more things, guys. Hey, Mom, there's something in the back room. It's not the creatures from above You used to read me stories As if my dreams were boring We all know conspiracies are dumb What if people knew that these were real? I leave my closet door open all night 
I know something's very wrong. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was Blink-182's Aliens Exist. We pulled an all-nighter. Yes, we did. Folks. Listen to the birds chirping. I hope you can hear that. Yeah. Wait, let's give them a moment. Okay, that's that's plenty enough for yeah. the moment. Hopefully they heard that. I hope it's not this dead, dead air there. Sorry if it was. Yeah. Not not so much, though. Not really. I'm going to be over it in like two minutes. Yeah. Or he's going to do what he's been doing, and we'll finish an episode, and he's like, can you delete that? <laughs> yeah. 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 Won't happen, but <laughs> he'll ask, and I'll, I'll just say no. Yeah. Um. Then so eventually, yeah. I just get okay with it. Yeah, yeah. We are what we are, you know. And people will accept us or they won't. Yeah. It is. It's. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good, bro. Man, it's man. all good. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, we have a very eclectic, I guess you could say, taste in music. Mm-hmm. We went from Alkaline Trio to Ritz. To Blink-182. Blink-182 and Alkaline Trio is pretty similar. Yeah, they are. And now they have shared members. Mm-hmm. So. But, uh. Boxcar Racer, though. Hot Dog. Bro. That was a good bro. album. Now, like, I feel like we might have to play some Boxcar Racer for these guys if they haven't heard any. Yeah. You never know. And if they haven't, we might introduce them to a life-changing album for them. Oh, yeah. It, I wouldn't say it changed my life. But I said for them, sir. Oh, I mean, I know. I'm just saying. Selfish bastard. My, We're making this all about Walt now. From my own experience, it was really damn good. Yeah, it was. It was good. I'd say it was the best punk album of the year, hands down. So, uh, on that note, Gotta say, I'm pretty stoked to hear that uh, the original lineup for Edema was back together. Right. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, that uh, that had me stoked, man. Like, yeah, we were saying earlier how like religiously we listened to like their albums, their, their first two albums. Yeah, which which just bro, they took elements from A Perfect Circle. They took elements from Deftones. And just kind of made their own and thing. It's like it's like what, what Walt said. Their 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 first big single was giving in, or mm-hmm. not giving in. It was uh, the way that you like it. Mm-hmm. And he says it's like they took what Limp Biscuit did, but did it good. Yeah. Yeah, they were looking at Fred Durst and was like, "Okay, no, <laughs> Fred." Stop. No. We're going to take this little thing that's it's got some good elements to it. We're going to just go ahead and produce the shit out of it, make it sound really nice, and they just nail it. I mean, and then you cannot deny the, the, just the the talents. Mm, Yeah. I mean, from the producing, from the band. You get Jonathan Davis's half brother. And uh, let's just be real. Corn 
Corn changed game when they came back. Sure. When, when Corn really debuted, just some of the downs around that time too. Corn was Corn. Corn changed the face of modern music. Especially mm-hmm. more specifically, rock music in in their genre and stuff. I think Corn Corn was definitely the face of the new metal deal for for a while. And you know why I think that is? I think it's still on. You know why I think that is? Their music can tie so well onto covers. Like oh, their yeah. ability to make a cover song they are is kings. unreal. Like they keep their style and the heart of the original and meld them together just beautifully. Ever so sweetly. And yeah, they tie it up in a little pretty bow too. The fucking cover of The Wall. Oh man. uh, Cover of, what's the other song? Um, Fuck. (laughs) They covered that that Cheech and Chong song. Yeah. And uh, all the leader, amazing, like so funny and great, and they they weren't taking themselves too seriously, and I think that's priceless. You don't really find that much in like new metal bands. You know, a lot of new metal bands they come out and they want to be super serious, super like kind of just in your face. Corn was able to transcend that. By like making really awesome silly covers, sometimes they're amazing. Word up! Yeah. Oh yeah. Word up. Yes. I was waiting for that one. Word up. I have. What? Word amazing. up. I mean, they, yeah. Amazing. Just on point. Man. Mm-hmm. On fucking point. Back to Edema, though. Uh, his younger brothers. He's got a lot right. of the same similar vocal sounds. Uh, sure. You can hear them. Uh, the, somehow they never made a song together, which just baffled me. Mm-hmm. Which would be, and you know what? Like that would make it even more amazing if they did it in the future. I would say that if Jonathan Davis died tomorrow, oh, that would be it would be devastating. Tragic. But yeah. if they called his little brother and were like, "Bro, help us out," it, it would almost be like they didn't miss a beat. Yeah, I, I would say arguably a, a, a damn good thing there. I would like to hear uh, him do like a little nod to his brother, like do some scatting or or, or to hell, have a Dima cover like Freak on a Leash. Yeah, that would be dope. Not Evanescence. <laughs> I was at Family Values several years ago when Corn and Evanescence headlined. And Evanescence did a cover of Freak on a Leash, and I wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> it was just... I can't uh, imagine that. I really can't. It, it was not good. It was not good. Not good. Isn't that a shame? Because, like, you can listen to a band's audio, like, CD, or, like, MP3. Oh, you can listen to their CD. Um, uh, yeah, well, I got their cassette tape. <laughs> Bro. Was it a check it? Going back, man, like, you don't really... There, there are very few people that I have ever seen live that I have heard and been like, that is just as good as what I heard on the album. Yeah, I've never been into live stuff. Jonathan Davis? One of them, man. Yeah. I mean, seeing them live... 
it was it was better. If you ask me, like, Paramore doesn't miss a beat from from the album to the stage. Haley Williams, man, she can wail. Side note, funny story. Um, you know, Guitar Hero was still a really big thing at that time, mm-hmm. and it was like Guitar Hero Two was the big shit. So they had like this whole Guitar Hero Two thing set up out there, and a bunch of people playing Guitar Hero um, because nobody wanted to watch like Flyleaf, I guess. I don't know, and. Uh, they're doing their show, and everybody else is over here playing Guitar Hero. Bump into a dude in the crowd watching Guitar Hero, getting ready to turn around and leave to go back to the grass, because it was at the Aaron's Amphitheater here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, sorry, bro. And I was like, oh, it's okay. Look up, and it's fucking Jonathan Davis. Just mm-hmm. off and about in the crowd. What? Yeah. Uh, we talked for a minute, and we just apparently... Likes to walk out into the crowds and stuff, see what's going on before his set. Apparently, it helps him out. And uh, yeah, kind of like I guess it normalizes it yeah, all. Yeah, like, normalizes the experience. I was like, man, that's that's cool. You yeah, know? just nobody else with him. No, no, no big burly men going. Oh, stay back, you weird fucking kid. Yeah, and it was it was just an interesting experience. And then corn started playing. Um, and as soon as corn started playing, fires were set, um, people were being thrown in shoes. I am convinced to this day, because I got hit in the face with a shoe. Don't know where it came from, but I picked that shoe up and I threw it further. Whoever lost that shoe probably never saw it again. I mean, isn't that just an unwritten rule of, like, the concert going experience? Yeah. It's like, if something comes to you and it's not yours, throw it to somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> throw it further. Like, uh, somebody else threw it, so, <laughs> hey, man, keep it going. If a, a severed head falls in your lap, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, gotta throw oh, it back. This isn't mine. Throw that off. Gosh, they really changed the opera. You know, but I actually talking about, <laughs> talking about covers, uh, I was there, a tray you played. And they did a cover of Bon Jovi. You give love a bad name, and it was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that a lot of, not just bands, but musicians, artists, they do covers, but they do them only at a live show. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites all time, and it sucks that I'll never get to hear it aside from on YouTube, was uh, Chester Bennington doing Adele, Rolling mm-hmm. in the Deep. Yeah. Great. Yeah. He nailed it. Nailed it! As my wife said, he kind of sounded like a large black woman. <laughs> um, which I thought was great, because if you listen to it with your eyes closed, I guess you kind of hear like... That one's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was just as soulful as yeah. I think what she probably meant. Yeah, yeah. And it was, man. It was mm-hmm. just super soulful, super deep. You could tell that he believed in the song. Um, I mean, there's a lot of great covers. Johnny Cash, Hurt, mm-hmm. just, and I know it's probably a cliche one. Hell, there's a lot of people that don't even know that that's a cover. There's yeah. a lot of people that didn't know that Nine Inch Nails, of all bands, did that song first. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Cash took that song and he brought the emotion that was supposed to be there out of it. I agree. And you could feel it. In a way that you 
could never feel it from Nine Inch Nails, nothing even like, to this day. Nothing against Trent Reznor or anything. He's but, a weird fucking cat. Yeah, but like, he did write this song. The lyrics are great, but Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash made took that song. to a whole new level. He did. John, Johnny Cash made this, and the fact that he died soon after. You know, yeah, his last last video right there. You know, it just it it. it it, really, that song it summed up Johnny Cash's life, though. I think so. I think it sums up everybody's life. Not everybody's, but it, it sums up it a lot of people. You know, it was deep, man. He, yeah. he made it more than what it originally was. Hard to do. Fucking hard to do. Tugged at your heartstrings, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But again, you know, I, I'm one of those guys that, like, I would, I would love to hear your opinions. Um... Maybe there's something you think we missed. Uh, good covers. Yeah. Um, I'm always willing to hear good covers. Yeah. Always. Always. Hell, I even like good collaborations. There's several I haven't named, just yeah. so I wouldn't be called a hipster. <laughs> well, you're a hipster, so it's yeah. okay. Okay. But like, uh, well, what collaborations though man have you ever um, heard of a, a band called mission of burma no i'm not they're, a hipster they're an old school punk band and they're amazing they i think pair ubu something like that did a cover of theirs or they did a c- cover of pair ubu songs that was really good for all the hipsters out there well you got uh it, like, like game changing was Run DMC and Aerosmith. Sure, they're 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 walk this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and the music video was priceless too. Yeah, dude, it was great. Um, and that that really honestly that that put Aerosmith back on the map. Sure, Aerosmith faded for quite some time because they changed their style. They sold out. They sold out for a while. Mm-hmm. And then when they got back on top again, they started selling out some more, and they stayed there. But they stayed there. Sure. I mean, Corn did a song with the Franchise Boys. <laughs> and it was a, a mashup of Coming Undone and Lean With It, Rock With It. <laughs> and it worked mm-hmm. beautifully. And it was a legitimate song. It wasn't fucking like some guy sitting in his mom's basement with a computer going, yeah, these songs are going to be together. Yeah. It was, it was Korn doing it. Jay-Z and Lincoln Park. Jay-Z and Lincoln Park. When they did, they, they did six songs. Only six. Put out the album. But they're a good six songs. Yeah. Uh, numb and encore still to this day one of my favorite mixes or or I even like Big Pimpin' and Paper Cut you know mm-hmm. um, hard to get hard to get things like that done nowadays uh, Lincoln now Lincoln Park did another good one wasn't a mashup but it was a collaboration with Busta Rhymes Busta Rhymes is great and yeah like just Nailed it. Nailed it. They should have done more work together, I think. I think had they made a full album together, they'd be fucking perfect. That would have been great. I would would have been great. I would continue listening to that. 
But, on that note, guys, like I said, give us your comments. Is this our last segment? Let us know what you think. Yeah, I guess it should be. Because we're, we're, we're about 16 minutes into this one. <laughs> um, we're going to... We're we're gonna sign off because it it is six thirty in the morning. I gotta work in less than twelve hours, so I gotta go to bed at some point. Sorry, you guys missed all the priceless improv that we were doing before we started uh, recording. We'll do this again. We will. We always we're look. We're like herpes. <laughs> we might not look like we're around, but we're around and we will flare up. And we'll stick to you. Yep. We're 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 there. <laughs> So, uh, in the meantime, guys, y'all have a great one. Holler back at us with ideas, thoughts, anything, comments, concerns. I don't really care about your concerns, to be honest. If you have a concern, go fuck yourself. Don't listen. <laughs> right. Um, uh, ditto. Otherwise, you know, remember, like Bob Ross said, there are no mistakes, only happy accidents. True. May Bob Ross be with you. And also with you. And, uh, it's your world. You make it what you want. <laughs> You're wasting your talent, Randy. Need them, take them out the hood, keep them looking good, but I don't fucking feed them. First time they bust, I'm breathing. Talk about what's the reason? I'm a pimpin' every sense of the word, bitch. Better trust and believe them. In the cut where I keep them, till I need a nut, till I need to be the gust in it. Beep beep, and I'm picking them up, let them play with the dick in the truck. Many chicks wanna put chicken fists in cups, divorce them and split his bucks. Just because you got good head, I'ma break bread so you can be living it up. Shit, I pass with nothing, y'all be frontin'. Me give my heart to a woman, not for nothing. Never happen, I'll be forever mackin'. Heart cold in assassins, I got no passion, I got no patience, and I hate waiting. Hope get your ass in and let's ride. I 